How are the levels? We looking good? Mm-hmm. Turn my bass up on my, on my headphone. Everything's fine. Hey, heck, Turn my bass up, up on my headphone. Wait a... No, don't actually Turn do my ba- Yeah, oh, there oh, it is. God. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's painful. I mean, it's sexy, no. but it's painful at the same time. Sounds wonderful. Oh, wow. That's real... <laughs> Sounds like an all it is. It is really good. It's oh, like I'm a ghost. Oh. Ah, oh. uh, now oh. I sound dumb again. <laughs> Yep. All right. Cool. Good. Yeah, we good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Enter the Critic <laughs> Podcast. Which we talk about movies, both new and on Netflix. Talk about what? <laughs> movies, both new if and on Netflix. If you love somebody, watch a movie with them. <laughs> My name is Chris Klump. With me, as always, Matt Sly Fox Schaefer. Oh, yeah. And, of course, Park. <laughs> Parker. You're you're, you're mad. You're da- definitely, definitely. You're mad because last week I didn't give you a proper intro, so now you're pouting. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> it's been a week since we recorded. Sure. It's definitely been seven days. <laughs> it hasn't been. It hasn't been thirty yeah, seconds. Why do you always say that, man? <laughs> Weird. Last yeah. week. What? AKA what? fifteen minutes ago. <laughs> also, is my bass still up? I kind of no, yeah, no, no. Oh. You're just, you're just talking I'm just lower. I'm just yep. oh. talking. What did you do to my levels, Parker? <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, talking so low. Bottom of uh, Bottom of side machine. Go. Go. All right. This uh, uh, this week's movie. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this movie. Uh, this week's movie is. Uh, fuck. Bangarang, Peter. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, but before we get into that. Let's get into a trailer. Trailer time. Trailers. I just saw a whole bunch of trailers. Uh, <laughs> a trailer. Yep, that's right. You can say, you can say we're uh, lazy, oh, but uh, you're not thing, paying for this. One so, thing that uh, I thought of that we that? need to do more is mention the name of the trailer multiple times. Alrighty. Because... Uh, when listening, if you only say it at the very beginning, it's very easy to miss it and then just be like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Ah, okay. Well, I so will, we need to make a point of doing I that. Will, at I least at the beginning and the end, maybe. Felt, 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 felt. So this is felt, 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 felt. Yep, it's felt. It's felt. <laughs> We're going to mention it a couple more times. Yep. This is a movie called Felt. Milton, film called Felt. 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 A bipolar. The filth element. The filth element. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> I like that. Uh, a bipolar bigoted junkie cop like manipulates it. and hallucinates his way through the festive season in a bid to secure a promotion and win back his wife and daughter. All right. This movie stars James McAvoy. Along very with disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. This any, is not young. Any ladies, any ladies you usually find, or men who find him attractive, you're not going in this movie. Nope. Uh, um... So yeah, it, it, it stars him and a whole bunch of British character actors, including my man Eddie Morrison. Uh, Eddie like, Morrison. He, he he he's he's that guy. You've seen him in a ton of stuff, never recognized nope. him. So um, this trailer looks insane. 
Um, yeah, it does. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be funny, because it is, but it's also like uh, the kind of comedy that after I'm done laughing, I feel bad well, that I was done laughing at it. One of the most aptly titled movies that yes. I've seen in recent times. Yes. Because the movie looks like filth. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it looks, looks like something gross that you scrape off your shoe uh-huh. after walking like in the city for a day. It should, you're it's, just like, I'm glad that I'm not there all the yeah, time in those yeah. parts of the city it shows him like just 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 drinking doing a ton of drugs and then like visiting like you know prostitution rinks and like yeah ex- exploiting them like hey, violating it, women yeah like it, like either you're gonna do this or that I'm they gonna should take care in. about but they don't yeah they don't seem to care like, at all uh, it's but it also looks really good um now it claims it's from the creator of Train Spotting, but I don't know in what uh, if, if it's from one of the same writers. Oh, oh okay, yeah, I read Filth. You, I didn't realize oh, it did? was Irvin Welsh. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't. It was right. It was written. Yes, yes, it was written by Irvin okay, Welsh. Okay, yeah, and, I read uh, this. The screenplay was by. I thought it sounded familiar. John S. Seemed uh, familiar. Bard. The, yeah, it, and and if that's the case, uh, he has a way of capturing that like. Horror, horribleness of human nature. Well, yeah, I mean, to the point train where, spotting, right? Train spotting, of course. Uh, uh, but his—that was probably his tamest work, I would say. Damn. Wow. Yeah. What? Like, I, I, I need to start reading this guy's yeah, work. Marabou Stork Nightmares is like, is like hor- horrific. Um, and and it's about you know a combination of uh, drugs and rape and. Uh, Revenge. It's, it's just it's a good times for all. But yeah, you've actually read. You've actually read. Yeah, filth. I read filth. Yeah, yeah. Wait, when I was in high school, and then I saw Train Spotting, I was obsessed with Irvin Welsh, and I ended up reading almost all of his books that I could get my hands on at the library. Was this and, a good uh, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite was that Marabou story I mentioned, but this one was definitely up there. I, I, I feel like if I read it now, I'd get a lot more out of it because I was like sixteen, uh, but. You know, I think I was like a lot of that. A lot of the the some of the implications I probably missed, like in a lot of the the, the deeper meanings, right? And uh, that I I, I missed, uh, um, you know, along the way. But it definitely it, it was a uh, it was a harrowing experience, really, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like oh gross. Yeah this this movie is, this movie looks just in, like crazy, and and not the fun kind of crazy. <laughs> no. Like 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 you said, Matt, it, it it's very aptly titled. Yep. Um, so it is already out in the UK, in the UK. it is being brought over. Uh, I, I became aware of this cause I follow uh, magnet releasing yes. on Facebook mm-hmm. and they just dropped this like, uh, I would say a week or two ago that they were like, Hey, we got the, the, um, international rights to filth. And I'm like, well, I've never heard of this movie, but I like, uh, James McAvoy. So. I'll check it out, and after I watch the trail, I'm like, "Holy crap! <laughs> wow, this is because I know my like my wife really likes uh, James McAvoy, so I thought, well, maybe maybe she'll want to watch it. And after I watched that trailer, I went, "No, she won't. Nope, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> nope." So, but yeah, look, that, that that's coming out uh, soon. I don't know exactly how soon, but uh, let me do a quick search. Being being a magnet film, it will probably get uh, rum. Limited release, and it might it'll make its way to Netflix. Oh, it'll definitely make its way to Netflix. All their stuff does. 
Um, and and I'm so happy that it does. Yeah. You know, what does it say? It says April 24th. I yeah. wonder if that is the American release date. Oh, wow. Because it was actually 2013 when it Oh, came well, then out. maybe maybe it's uh, maybe it's just going to be coming to um, like, you know, streaming services here shortly, which yeah, I don't would, know. I'd, I'd, I'd be down for. So. But all right. Moving on. We, yeah, because that's our last row. We're only doing one, people. There's not much coming out right now that, like, we haven't already talked about. Yeah. Um, We're at the point of the year when all of the big blockbusters have had their trailers. Yep. So, so anytime, I, every time I go to the theater now, I'm like, all right, come on, give me something new. Give me something new. Yep. Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm still excited to see that, but I, 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 this is like the eighth time I've seen this trailer. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. All right. Moving on to our shotgun review. Uh, this this uh, week's request is from Jeremy Sayer, a friend of the show, who requested and actually set it up so I could see this finally, uh, The Room. Uh, we talked about this uh, briefly uh, on the last episode because they are making a movie about the writer, director, and producer of this film, uh, Tommy... Uh, I, I can't remember. Why so? Why so? And it's actually based on the book written by... Um Shoot, what's his name? The guy who played Mark in the movie. Oh, um... I'll pull it up here. Greg... Uh, Sestero. Sestero, Yeah, yes. Greg Sestero wrote a book about his account with the film, oh. which is what the, this movie coming up that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is directing yeah, is going to be based on. Based on. So, The Room, I I missed out when The when the Room was like, everybody was losing their mind about this horrible, horrible movie. Right. Um. And I just, I just missed I missed the train. This is how it was. And then every time people would come up to me, they'd say, like when they would talk about the room, I'd say I had never seen it. And they'd like, oh, how how have you not seen this movie? It's right. so awful. It's so terrible. You got to see this film. And I'm like, great. I'm not gonna watch it by myself because that's the sounds like the saddest thing imaginable. Right. And um, and to be to give those people credit, they you know. It is not something you watch by yourself. It's an experience you have with people. Right. It's right. less. It's less about watching a movie than it is just like witnessing something truly. This is special. This is a ninety. <laughs> this is a ninety-nine minute train wreck. And it, train it wreck is, doesn't even give it justice because, like, if it were it just bad, because we've all seen bad movies that are fun to watch together, but it right. is like epically. It's like an opus of, yeah. of badness. No, it is. It is. This movie is so uncomfortable, so I can't believe. Like, all right, it's just it's so god awful bad. the The opening scene, like within within like five minutes, there is a very long, drawn out, very uncomfortably shot sex scene. Yep. Um, and then I'm like, well, okay, that's over with. And then I have to endure something like four more of them. Within the first twenty minutes, most of the sex scenes are over in, by yeah. like twenty minutes through yeah. the film. In the first twenty minutes, they're really something loaded. Like, there's something like three or four um, sex scenes. Yeah, so right out of the gate, it 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 puts you out of sorts. Yeah, and and the music they chose for this sounds straight up like, uh, who can we get that the worst nineties? Like, yeah, pop it's music. the worst like, like R&B oh, pop. Hey, I really like Boys to Men. Let's get a shittier version I of Boys would to run Men. Through five oh, for you. It's so <laughs> terrible. Songs go. I will stand in the way of a bullet. I will run through the forest of 
plot lines don't make any sense. There are, like, uh, character development will be brought up and then instantly dropped mm-hmm. in the same scene. Yep. Um, you will have, like, a subplot about, like, oh, here's this girl's mom who has, who's convinced she has cancer. Never, Never brought, brought up, up again. again. Never brought up um, again. So and it's th- brought up very matter-of-factly, too. Yeah. So, like, one, I have cancer. Yeah. Like one Don't of the, think another thing of it. One of the... <laughs> One of the kids that, like, he pseudo-adopts for some creepy reason. Um, that kid, by the way, was played by, I'm pretty sure, someone that was, like, almost in their 30s. Yeah. No, there was no way he was a teenager. There was no way. that, that Denny. That, yeah, Danny. Oh, my God. Denny. Denny, who, like, also has an obsession with seeing them have sex, uh, who's constantly trying to catch them doing it. Uh, yeah. There's a, there's a subplot where he gets involved with, like, a drug dealer. And the only reason it's there is so that uh, uh, John, the character Johnny, played by Tommy Wiseau, um, gets a gun. Because <laughs> they needed a reason for him to have a gun. Um, they randomly play football for no reason. Um, and when I say play football, I mean just throw a football back and forth. Like toss it. Yeah, poorly poorly tossing a football back it's, and yeah, forth. Yeah, it's just lightly tossing a football in, in, back like, and forth. In, in a hallway, the, the thing that's, wearing tuxedos. The thing that's crazy about this movie is that even if... Everything in the movie was fine, even if it was like a passable drama. Right. Uh, even if every other actor was good. Just the idea of Tommy Wiseau being the lead actor is one of the most bizarre things ever. Right. Because yeah. he is this hideous looking, scaly. He's like a like he looks like a re- Yeah, he looks like a real life version of like the lizard from Spider-Man. Yes, yes, that is um, a much better uh, description, yes. Yeah, he is not by any means an attractive man. Not quite, quite the remotely. opposite, quite frightening looking. Yeah. He has long, black, like, silky, Stringy, greasy, stringy yeah. hair, uh, and he has an indistinguishable accent. I've heard f- a friend of mine claims he worked with someone who actually was on sound for this film. Right, and yeah. claims he's from Poland. I'd be hard pressed for anyone to hear Polish in no, whatever no. his accent and, is. And and when they interview uh, Tommy Wiseau, he keep he keeps telling everyone that he's from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, it's not close. Um, he also has uh uh this kind of like Neanderthal like brow. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like he's a so so just his, he looks like a sex offender. So just his inclusion in this film as the lead character. Is incredibly bizarre. Yeah. Oh yeah, incredibly it makes bizarre. No sense. So, you know, how do I rate this film? Should you see it? No. Should you see it with a lot of people and you're drunk? Yes. No. You don't. Even, you don't even. You don't have, have to, be to be drunk. drunk. Yeah. You can just, just be see s- it with a bunch of people that probably, if they've seen it, they'll want to see it again yes. eventually. Yes. Uh, I've seen it a number of times. If you see it with new people, it's always a good experience. Oh, absolutely. The, the thing is, at least one person. Um, should know, or if and if and if you don't have somebody, then you need to be the person that researches it. But find out all that extra bits. Yeah, they, they yeah. may watching it when somebody can drop in, like almost like pop up video. Right, where it's like, did you know in this scene this is happening? It makes it so much better. Um, not that I want to point uh, people to different podcasts, but I know that um, the podcast uh, Paul Shear's podcast, how did this get made? Uh, did an entire episode on the room. And they actually had um, two of the other actors 
uh, on the show with them to talk about it. Yeah. And some of the some of the stuff that go- went on. Yeah, on Yeah, we set don't want to spend insane. any time here talking about that because you could seriously. We could like, do an entire episode. Our long episodes yeah. would not be enough to cover right. all the no. bizarre things yeah. that Just went nuts. into this film. But yeah, do do the research and then watch it with a bunch of people. It's, it's it is truly. It's awful. been called the Godfather of bad movies, and I have to agree with that. Yes. Out of all yes. the bad movies I've ever seen, this is the one where. I feel like the only way you could replicate it is by having like Scorsese at his best or one or or like a master filmmaker couldn't recreate something this bizarre right and somehow in, and, and 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 somehow enjoyable to watch right oh so all right well moving on uh we saw Hook when Captain Hook kidnaps his children an adult Peter Pan must return to Neverland and reclaim his youthful spirit in order to challenge his old enemy. Captain Hook. This yes. movie that, stars... That would be, yeah. This movie stars Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, Julia Roberts, Bob Hoskins, Maggie Smith. Uh, and I think that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. Um, and, of course, was directed by uh, Steven Spielberg. Oh, uh, it also stars, I don't know his name, but that kid who plays the kid in, like, so many movies from that era. Like, the the one son is, like... Oh, yeah, like he's, yeah, he's yeah. so much as a little boy. As just a little kid, and then he's never done any, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't he's done anything since. What is his name? Uh, I'm looking right I now. Wonder, I wonder if he's done anything else. Charlie Corsmo? Corsmo? I'm looking him up right now. Yeah, no, because he's an, a, an assistant professor of law. <laughs> uh, and the U.S. That's... director of Canadian uh, U.S. law. But, yeah, he was in like, oh, he was, he was in Dick Tracy. Yep. He was in What About Bob? And he was in Hook. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then he played a bit part in Can't Hardly Wait. I remember that now. Yeah, like there was a, a seven-year stay. All his work was in 1990 yeah. and 91, and then he didn't do again anything again until 98. No, but he played like he Phil played Collins like Collins has a role in this. That's weird. Yep. Oh yeah, Phil Collins has like two lines in this yeah, movie. Yeah, that's weird. Um, he plays a, a a cop. So this should be interesting. This is like entering Thunderdome right now. I'm really curious. Da, da, so da, da, to da. to break it down, <laughs> I had seen this before. I'd seen it when it uh, had come out on VHS. Um, and I'd seen it a number of times, and I didn't. I didn't like it, and I had not seen it in probably fifteen years. Which, Parker which was made me go what? Yeah. Parker was a huge fan. Yes, big of, fan of Hook. Uh, Hook. And Matt, and Matt had never seen, seen it, it, which made me go what? Yeah, it's especially surprising considering this was. I was very much a child oh, of yeah. the Robin Williams era. Right. Oh, he absolutely. was at his prime, mm-hmm. and he was doing every film. Yeah. Um, and I saw, yeah, I saw all those movies. Never saw Hook. Never saw Hook. Never saw Hook. Amazing, Aladdin, yep. and then yet somehow, no. Somehow hook. this one flew under the radar. Which I'll, I'll say, coming into it, I was bewildered at how much of the story I didn't know. Right. Because watching little bits on TV, story. watching little bits on TV, I just assumed 
that the whole thing was just a Peter Pan story with right. Robin Williams. Right, right, right. I had no idea that there was this like Matrix esque right. part of the film. Oh, by the way, if you haven't seen this, we're doing spoilers. Come on, it came out no, in ninety one. Yeah. People, we're doing uh, all, spoilers. All Netflix movies. I, are I spoilers. had I had no idea that there was this like Matrix esque <laughs> story where he's like in the real world, right. but he's he doesn't realize that he's yeah. Peter Pan. And yeah. like, all I, was, I was like, I had no idea that this was even a part it's, of the movie. And then he has to like relearn. I had no idea that that was that was a part of the film yeah which i mean is is like what i love about this movie is that it's like there's an interesting take it's not a, like a remake and it's not a what uh like whatever even like you know when you look it's at it's not like, just a retelling you, when you look at like story. oz great and powerful or something where right, it's like right. oh it's like a thing you know it's like but it's still based in that world whatever like this was very much like a clever take on it and and you have the fact that like wendy played by Maggie Smith it's like this you know old, old woman and old she's woman, like yeah. and she saved all these lost children over the yes. years like and, and and it's just like what a great idea like I don't know I just love that that whole concept I love I was already on board when I was and I when I see that part but um, um yeah the actual movie itself is like Steven Spielberg trying to be like let's make like as storybook as we can right he you know? um I, I i did a lot of research on this movie because i wanted something to defend my uh opinion um and hey i got a lot um he, he had said that he originally wanted to do this because in his world peter pan was his his idea of the first superhero yeah um true. before before superman before any before any hero who could fly Right. Peter Pan was already flying in, right. in stories, and but and then on even on top of that, that would be the story you would hear first, exactly. Like, as a kid, like exactly. your mom's not sitting down and tell you Sp- Superman, right? Yeah, stories like she's Peter sitting Pan. down to tell you Peter Pan. Um, well, those stories, the, I forget. I think maybe it was Jordan that actually researched the original like books or what have you. Yeah. Of the, by I guess it was J. M. Barry. Yep. Yeah, those. Are are dark. Oh, well, that's because J.M. Really Barry's dark. life was fucking yeah. dark. Yeah, if you yeah. if you get a chance, you should see that movie that the Johnny Depp film about him. Yeah, it's very good. It, his 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 life. I did a little bit of research, and I uh, there actually did a uh, episode of Radio Lab where they talked about him. We're like, yeah, that dude's life sucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was rough. Um, and there's a reason he is obsessed with uh young boys who don't age right like yeah it's right. it's pretty fucked up so yeah um but as far as this film goes here like from my opinion okay did it, it is, change at all it it had on some levels on other levels it didn't okay so the film is not a train wreck as i remember it being okay. there you go but then i looked at who was involved and i thought how could it have been a train wreck? Right. I mean, you have Steven Spielberg directing. You have uh, Michael Kahn editing. Right. Uh, you have Dean Cundey doing the cinematography, and you have John Williams doing the score. Those guys could just <laughs> show up, right. and just just like phone it in, and it would still be an amazing right. film. Which is why, like, when you first had your opinion, I was like very surprised. I would not have been surprised if you said you didn't like it because. I wouldn't think that you would like this move, like this right. type of film. Wouldn't be one where I'd be like, "Oh, that that's a movie Chris would like." Like, like you know how you know what kind of movies I like, and right. the only few that I even bother recommending to you are ones that I think will overwhelm your desire to hate this type of movie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like Amelie, I'm like, 
I feel like it'll break through Chris's like, yeah. ex- you know, the, this this thing that he has where he's ah, da, da. so I, I and 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 you know, and, and in some ways it did. Whereas this, I don't think it would would. You need to want to like feel a certain way about movies and like be buy into a certain right, way right. in order to really get a lot of the the scene, you know, a lot of the moments mm-hmm. out of this. So in that regard, I wouldn't have recommended it to you on that level. But but right. to have you say it was a train wreck was when I was like, what? No, like- no, it is not. It is not a train wreck. <laughs> um, but I I still will say it is not. I um, uh, now I have not seen every Spielberg film, so I cannot say it is his weakest film. It is the weakest that I have seen right. from Spielberg. Have you seen uh uh what was that? I, I did that. I didn't like the the one about the the Olympic shooting. Uh, Munich? Munich. Munich. Did you I didn't Munich? see Munich. That film's amazing. I did not I see Munich. Really I, like I, I will but say anyway. it's, but I would understand why, see, that I totally right. understand why you don't like it, because it's his darkest and most right. nihilistic it's film. It's super dark. And it's that's really? Darker, like about it. it is much, it is, when you get darker to the core Schindler's of it, list? it is much darker. There's a lot more hope right. in Schindler's Damn. List than I there is in I agree. Munich. Damn. Uh, Munich is very, 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 very dark. And that's what I didn't like about it. Like, it was too much. It is very little, very little redemption in Munich. Well, I mean... Now, going down the line, I'm, I'm going to go like what I liked about the film. First, again, Spielberg, the, the, combina- the, like, the combination of Spielberg, Dean Cundey, Michael Kahn, you can't fucking go wrong with that combination. Right, but then you, um, get, then you get Hoffman. And, oh, and, and some of the performances, right. some, some of the okay. performances are amazing. Dustin Hoffman brings it, right. and brings and, it hard. And, and Bob oh, Hoskins. Yeah. And Bob Hoskins equally. Right. Yep. Uh, I mean, those two guys, if, they, if that would have been the movie, if right. it was just the the centered around specifically Captain Hook, right. I would have been like, and if I would have liked it a lot more. I mean, it was it was centered mostly around mostly because that's mostly. What it's called Hook. Like, it, yeah, he it is gives him fairly, more screen time right. than traditional right. stories would. Yes. And I will say, if I wouldn't know going in that that's Dustin Hoffman, I don't think I'd <laughs> I be didn't. able to tell. I didn't as a kid until maybe he has his hair off at the yeah. end. Yeah, right. but even then, like as a as a kid growing up, I, I watched this a couple times, and when somebody told me, "Hey, Dustin Hoffman, he was in uh, Hook," I'm like, "Who? Who?" Who yeah. did he play? Yeah. What? what? Some random... Like- yeah, it's some random dude. No, he's uh, he plays Captain Hook. Huh? <laughs> so, they do, they do an amazing job. You know what's crazy about this movie? Hmm. Uh, this is the movie that Spielberg made... This was his movie before Jurassic Park. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is crazy to that think about. That is nuts. He did a lot. That, like he was, and, and Schindler's List. Yeah. Those both came out in 93. Three. Wow. Yeah. Those came out two yeah. years before that. He, so he, he was doing some crazy so stuff. I have to say, you know, I haven't really expressed my opinion in this movie. I liked it. I will be a little bit more on Chris's side and say this has to be one of the weakest Spielberg films for me. Okay. Um, and especially considering that he did Jurassic Park and Schindler's List right after right that. Right after it. Yep. This was yep. clearly the calm before the storm. Those are two um, of his like greatest films. But he he went on because um, because I I've read a couple interviews with him on this, and he he goes on record stating that this is his most per- like personally his most disappointing film. He that makes sense. Went into it. He really wanted to achieve something, and he said he never from, quite got where he from wanted. From purely a pacing and filmmaking perspective, this film is really bloated and top heavy. Yeah, it is. I mean. You spend so much of the movie going through meandering story until you get to anything like legitimately like fantastical, 
and like and, that, that, and he, that really brings that, you into the film. He felt that the fantastic stuff wasn't fantastic enough, in his opinion. I agree. The with whole that. the whole movie was shot on uh, a sound studio, and it was one of the first times that he had done an, an entire sound studio film. And I think he was kind of out of his like he didn't know quite what to do. Um, he said in in a real recent interview, like 2012, he said if he could do it again. He would just load it up with CGI effects, but like in '91, you couldn't do that. Right. Um, so, I mean, the, the, there yeah, are some things I, that I still I, I agree with his sentiment. Like, there is something like it looks good; it looks like a cool fantasy world, but it doesn't feel that way. Especially when you consider Spielberg, where his films typically are so immersive, right? Yeah, um, and it doesn't quite capture that for me. Um. An, 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 another performance that I absolutely loved because this is a hard character to nail down is Robin Williams. I I think he did an amazing job as as Pan. See, I, gotta, well, I no, think, like, yeah. like, like <laughs> hear me yeah. out. Um, yeah. first off, he has to play old, you know, Peter yes. Peter Banning, where he's like this stodgy lawyer who puts you know work first. Um, then he has to transform into this childlike being you know becoming peter pan again so like he's he's working in that where he's like wants to play and he wants to you know he forgets about his kids and then he has to somehow mold the two into its own like almost third character mm-hmm. and that's yeah, hard that to is do. yeah you know what when you put it that way it does seem hard because at first i was gonna say like it just feels like too much robin williams to me the character uh, but it, it's I mean that, tough. but that is a, that is especially from this era a Robin Williams film. Right. Oh yeah. Is I mean, there's a reason. Like a height of his yeah, right. popularity. There was a reason. Yeah. There was a reason he was cast because that's what they wanted. Right. Now, but like the emotional bits towards the end with his son feels so much like something out of Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like that, that performance, which it's not a problem. It's not bad. Right. But at the same time, it's not anything. And also Spiel- Spielberg at this stage. But this was before D- Mrs. Doubtfire. Sure. Yeah. So but, like it's like it's not like you wouldn't you would like sim- those similar types of roles. Right. Though, but I'm just saying like him. you like the the order you saw this in was different than you. True. You know what I mean? True. So like it, it was. I feel like, like this would be a precursor to some of that other stuff. I feel yeah. like. You have the advantage of nostalgia, and I have the disadvantage right. of none. Exactly. Right. I'm right. looking at this from a purely objective, yeah. oh, like post, yeah. post Robin Williams. Whereas, like, whereas both of us saw this. Life. I mean, I was pretty young when I saw it. Right. I, I would no, this, like, this, this falls was under the, This falls under it. the category of like Goonies, where it's like, or like any negatives, I just you gloss right over. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I know I feel the same. And like, like Star Wars, and like Star Wars, where I'm like. There's negatives, but like, okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like if I would have seen this as a kid, I would still maintain that I love it, uh, and I think it's a good movie. I think it's a good yeah. movie. Like, it like I said, has a, very a, redeeming qualities. Upon, yeah. upon rewatch, I I, 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 I'm watching it. I'm going like, okay, this is not a good film, right. but it is not yeah. as like when I originally, right, right, I'm right. like, this is fucking terrible, and yeah. now I'm like, this isn't this isn't bad. This is not as bad as I. Right. Originally thought, except for one thing, which even as a kid I was like, "Fuck you, I hate you so much." Julia Roberts is Man. the worst. <laughs> she does a terrible job in this movie. Her character is annoying as shit. I well, read that, that is kind earned... of Tinkerbell, though. Oh my god, Tinkerbell I, thought is... was, I thought it was a good take on it because, like, they were able to somehow make it into a character that you're like, "Oh, I get it." Now. Is it weird that I kept thinking that she looked like Sandra Bullock? 
really? just the way she like her makeup was know. done up maybe. and stuff. I, I kept I knew it was Julia Roberts, but I was like, I'm getting What's confused. Is this maybe. Julia Roberts or Sandra Bullock? <laughs> I no, don't see she'd it, be but, too young. Um, but, and also that. Uh, I, I don't. I want to hate him so much, what, but I Rufio? can't. I fucking want to hate Rufio I love so much. Rufio. I want to hate him so much. I was sad when he died. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I, uh, and I'm like, get choked up. But I was I like, love I, that. I was like, I want to hate him so much. I do. I really do. Yeah, but I can't, dude. There's because so he many, is too badass. There's so many like great. I mean, my like w- like. There's so many like moments where I get like all like ah. Uh, like that, like Rufio. I love that whole character and and everything that goes along with it. But the 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 part when like <laughs> that little kid's like squishing Robin Williams' face, and then he's like, "There you are, Peter. yeah." Oh yeah. my god, that gets me every time. Okay. I love that part. But like, I, yeah, that, that, that is and that, sweet. And that's like what this movie, in to me, that's like the the moments that stick with yeah, me. It's a very the most sweet. It's a very sweet film. Like there's like because the idea that there's these like I lo- like after this movie I was very much like a you know it, it obsessed interested in the concept of of the Peter Pan w- mythos with right. with the Lost Boys and all this stuff and it was just such a great like world in my head you know to to live in because you have all these kids that never grow up and they get to play all the time right, even right. though that some of the consequences they're involved in are are fairly like you know big you know like in terms of like a kid's not fighting an actual pirate right, but, right you know right. like it's like it's like still like just that whole concept is just something that was like you know because i was like i saw this movie when i was like 11 and then like soon after you know like you know got into like uh, you know, my sister introduced me to like punk music and all this stuff, and just that that whole idea of like never growing up, right, right, the, fighting know, authority, adu- yeah, the bitter adults end. are awful and they don't know what they're doing. And well, I feel like the concept totally, of the Lost Boys is something that's kind of used. It's imagery that's used often in like punk, punk, and oh, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we we all we like, all like my my friend Ryan and a couple other friends that were into it, like. Brian, uh, we, we had like these I, this idea that we were going to write a uh, a screenplay that was like, um, which I I still think would work, although the 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 I think the timing of it is it, it would need to be in a different a different um, uh, you know I, I you'd have to handle it a little bit differently. But we we uh, loved the idea that you would have you know a Peter Pan remake, but we have it be cops and punk rockers <laughs> and like and the cops are like the pirates and then it just have it like that whole and just everything that goes along with it we were just writing on stuff great. and then you could have the the most amazing soundtrack imaginable that sounds like something that, that totally would have come out in like 95 yeah, and would have rocked like yeah we would have been like this is the best yeah that's actually you know, like, a really good idea they like they're like you know blowing like throwing Molotov cocktails yeah, yeah. And, and it's like set in a burned out city and it's just like set it to this a, is the best set it to an op <laughs> ivy soundtrack and you got it fucking made yeah we were like yeah we, we used to like we used to like get a sat like a sound a perfect soundtrack for it <laughs> just like pick all these songs that were just like the in our opinion the the best yeah yeah that one really speaks to me <laughs> that would have been <laughs> actually that would that would have been great yeah <laughs> um so yeah like at the end of the day for me this film it felt like it felt like Spielberg missed his mark and it felt like this movie was not a true representation of what he sought for right you know, originally, yeah. um, does it make it a bad film? No. Uh, does nostalgia help? Yes. Probably. Oh yeah. I mean, it, I agree. I mean, seeing it again, like it didn't, 
it, a lot of it doesn't hold up perfectly, uh, I, and I, I can I can admit that. But you know, I don't care. Yeah. Like, well, and that's fine. That's yeah. fine. That's the beauty but, of yeah. a nostalgia-filled right. lens is you can say like, yeah, this is. I actually went down a, a, a bit of a nostalgia trip this weekend watching a couple films where I'm like. These films are rated like 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. I've seen them a lot, and I like them, and I don't yeah. know why. Right. Because they're like, I'll, and the, uh, like, I'll, specifically I watched, <laughs> oh God, I specifically watched in one day, I had off, and I was had nothing to do, I watched Down Periscope. Nice. And, That's such and, a <laughs> silly movie. And McHale's Navy. Oh, wow. wow. And they're legitimately, great they're, duo. they're not great films. No. And I would never argue with anyone like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> no, they're bad. Yeah. I just love them because I've right. seen them a ton of times. Yeah. So, like, yeah, if 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 you've never seen Hook, I I would go in with some reservations. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but you know, like, if you can, if you can kind of judge it without the super critical lens of an oh, adult. Oh, yeah. Don't then, don't look at this yeah. movie as could, an adult. You can still get something out of it. I, yeah. I think, even without 100% having the nostalgia, I think you can, if you don't try to pick it apart, no, you try no. to like get into it a little bit. This is a very surface film, yeah. and definitely you, definitely approach it with a, with a like almost a, a I, I mean, watch it, it with a kid. Watch it with yeah. a little kid. Yeah. Watch it's it with a, a good, younger a kid, good, and, yeah, and, and, they will, and they will be like, they will make you excited about yeah, this. Uh, this is definitely like c- c- come to it with a childlike I think, glee. I think my favorite scene is again, it's like an awkward scene, like a maybe shouldn't even be in the movie just because it's kind of strange, but it's also really funny. Is when Hook gets depressed, yes, and, like, and <laughs> wants to kill himself, wants to kill himself but then basically tells Smee to stop him. He's like, Smee, why aren't you stopping me? Why aren't you stopping me? Um, like, it's really weird that, that he's like gets really those, suicidal. All those of a are the don't scenes, stop me, Smee. Stop me, Smee. Stop, stop, stop me, Smee. Stop me, Smee. Stop me. You not stop me. Those are the scenes. Like for me, when I was watching it again, I'm like, those are the scenes where I was like, all right, I'm on board. Right. Then we go back to the Lost Boys. I'm like, I don't care about yeah, these Lost yeah, Boys. Yeah. I want, I want to see Bob Hoskins and Dustin Hoffman <laughs> act up a star. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I think that that if it would have. Focused almost primarily, like if if Robin Williams wasn't in it and it was just a story about Hook, that might have been a d- different, interesting world. But but now now that you're talking about, it, I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it. Then I don't know if I would have liked it as a kid. Right. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. As no, a no, kid, no, I would have been definitely. like, this is boring. I right. hate this. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But like so. just the the idea of like this struggle where this constantly losing. Captain Hook, who's like an adult fighting children. Yeah, fighting little kids. And he keeps losing over and over and over. Also, I feel like either he lost weight in the process of making the film, or they made him up to be fatter. That was a fat suit. Yeah. It was definitely Because by the end, he looked normal. Normal. Yeah, no, that was definitely a fat suit. Um, (laughs) So. No, I, I, uh... I don't know. So you mentioned those two, the Down Periscope and Mikhail's Navy. I'll just oh. just so so that you don't have to stand out alone in the embarrassment. Um, the movie for me that that is like one hundred percent nostalgia to the point where I would never defend it is uh, Little Monsters with Howie Mandel. Oh God! <laughs> what I saw wow. that movie too many times because a friend had it and we used to watch it like all the. It's so. Bad. Yeah, that's a terrible it's so film. bad, but like I still have good memories of right, it because right. it was such a. Uh, we were so like the perfect age to be watching. There was a lot of like gross out humor, where it's like <laughs> boogers and farts yeah, and yeah. stuff, and it was just like, oh my god, I 
I like I like I haven't seen it in a really long time, but like I I you know, and I never will. It's <laughs> just like that's one that I'm like still have like a little place in my heart for where I'm like, oh, I like that movie. Yeah, now, now just imagine you have off and you sat down right. and did a double feature yeah, no, of that and something equally as terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need All right, Matt, come on, you got to join us in our Yeah, come on, Matt. Give us what, a movie. What, what do you have that... Uh... McGee and me. Oh, God. That's a TV series, and I haven't seen that since I was a kid. Uh, what's a really guilty I'm just, I'm pleasure? Just, I'm just picturing them doing a uh, super, like, r- like realistic, gritty reboot of McGee and me. <laughs> Or, this uh, is a weird example, but I distinctly remember <laughs> a, re- a gritty reboot. Yep. I distinctly remember really liking when I was younger the movie Face Off. Oh, with Nick Cage and okay. uh, I don't know. John I, I like it. That's not fun. It's yeah, and then I. It's not super I, embarrassing. I, brought, I mean, yeah, if I you know, like, if you how. like, loved it, that'd be embarrassing. Well, I yeah, I complained it to be like this great action movie, and okay, then I no, watched it again sad. with. <laughs> Aaron and some other people as like oh, this is like one of the best this is like one of the best modern action movies and I watched it and I was like this Ooh, is really bad whoops yeah that, that's like that's... somebody trying to tell me the one time they're like oh you've never seen Broken Arrow <sighs> Broken Arrow is so good and I sat down and watched this is awful I, sh- I showed in college I I, I had this uh, in my head I had this idea that. No Escape with Ray Liotta. With oh, the God. I, I thought this was like a great action movie. And I like showed it to some friends in college who hadn't seen it. And I, and like I hadn't seen it for like since I was like 14 or 15. And, and I was like, oh, dude, it's so good. You got to check it out. We watched it and I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like apologizing. Like, oh, I shouldn't have done this. so bad. But I in my mind, have. I was like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> I think I did that with uh, 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 Sergeant Bilko. <laughs> I was like, no, it's really funny. I mean, Steve, Steve, Steve Martin's on his game here. And then when I rewatched it with somebody, I'm like, I'm really sorry. I mean, And then you've seen any other Steve Martin yeah, film. You're like, like, oh, I'm God. Sorry. I mean, what, did I, what did I do? I guess this isn't a super good example, too, because I know other people like these. But I consider like some of the secondary Muppets films, like A Christmas Carol yeah, yeah. and uh, Muppet there. Treasure yeah, Island. Good luck. I love I love those movies. <laughs> I, 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 like exactly. I don't even like the first one. Yeah, he doesn't like the first one. Oh, yeah, but you don't like Muppets. The first like one's Muppets. a masterpiece, and he doesn't even care for that one. <laughs> uh, talk about opinions that are wrong. <laughs> so, All right, well, let's, uh, let's slap a rating on this. I'm going to give it... Um, no, wait, that doesn't one actually... Hook. Shit, I was going to use that just because it was easy. I'll give it... Uh, one out of one hook, great! Perfect score. I'll give it. I'll give it two out of uh, two out of four uh, baseball players that had to die trying to steal second. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and got shot down. In the <laughs> That's another favorite part. That is a good They're part. just like no stealing. <laughs> just shoot the guy. <laughs> I I am gonna give it uh, three out of six. Um, Scorpions dropped on Glenn Close in drag. Uh, <laughs> what? The, the, Seriously? The, the the pirate that was shoved in the boo box? Yeah. That was Glenn Close. What? Yeah. yeah. For, for whatever For why? no reason. Yep. Yeah, she has no lines. Yep. Um, it's just her with like a really like now, and once you know it, like yeah. Oh, you can't not see yeah, it. You yeah, you can't see it. Weird. But until Such you a strange until decision. You know, until you know it. It's just that weird dude, and then you realize it's Glenn Close. You feel like that was a thing where she was like, "I love Peter Pan, Stephen. Can I be in it?" And he's it like, might have just yeah, been like, sure. Yeah, it might have just been her. She, she sure might have even been can. on set that day, yeah. and you'd be like, "You wanna?" 
because the makeup does not look good. No, no. It doesn't look like they're they spent trying a lot really of time. Hard. Yeah, they just slap some fake. It was beard good on enough her. because I didn't even realize it right. was a woman. But like, so. once well, you know, to, once it's you know, though, obvious. it's all. Uh, then it makes you wonder because like there there seems to be stuff in this movie where they like they threw it in, but like you know, like whatever. It makes you like think like, oh, maybe they were like. There are some females, but they're pretending to be right. It might have been so some they don't get like that got tr- cut out. Yeah, some nonsense because it's so bad that it almost looks like she is doing herself, herself up, like yeah. at, at, there, like yeah. she's doing that, and it's not just like poor makeup. But nope, yep. So that's what I'm going to give it. So yeah, sounds good. All right, well, that about wraps it up here for us on uh, End of the Critic. As always, want to remind everybody to go on the Facebook page, get involved there. If you have a suggestion for a shotgun review. Uh, that is the place to do it. Uh, let us know, uh, and we will throw it on the pile and get to it as soon as we can. Uh, as always, want to thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song off the Geek Remix albums. You can get them on geekremix.com. Bobby! Uh, yep, waiting for it. Bobby! Waiting for it. Good. Bobby! Uh, what? All right. That was weird. <laughs> that was a good Godzilla. I like that was a great Godzilla right there. Godzilla! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Godzilla, really? sounds, Godzilla sounds sick. He sounds like there's something wrong with him. What if Godzilla just made so it sounded like a sick horse? Yep. <laughs> He'd be a lot like less a horrifying. <laughs> They're like, oh, he's evolved from a rooster. <laughs> well, studies show that dinosaurs might have had feathers. So maybe Godzilla in, in another. Don't Godzilla. make me angry. <laughs> I hate how scientists want to ruin my childhood. Hey. hey. That, that oh, this is how a raptor looks. Yep. It's More little... akin to the common turkey than a terrifying predator, eh? No! Fuck you! But it makes this turkeys, it makes Thanksgiving way more badass. Oh, That's true. I guess yeah, I mean a raptor! I guess, I guess I should be more of a dinosaur optimist, glass half full kind of guy. That's right. I'm eating a dinosaur! Dinosaur! I'm eating dino DNA! DNA. All right. Well, until next time, uh, I'm Chris Klump. I'm Matt Schaefer. Parker. We'll see you next time. (laughs)